hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright and today's show we're going to discuss um, weight loss weight loss and body composition obstacles and how get what can you do to get past these. Um, a lot of time when it comes to weight loss obstacles and changing your body, body composition, so changing the way you physically look, can come down to breaking habits that you formed over a long period of time. And, and we've spoke about habit formation and behavioral change and all that before, but I mean, now we just need to break it down a little bit deeper, a little bit more, and just give, really look at behavior um, has to be habit-based. And the obstacles we face when it comes to weight loss goals are always linked to habits. So that's going to be the key thing here. There's going to be a trigger. There's going to be a trigger maybe dictated largely by environment. It can be a huge trigger. So what are like what we have to look at here is what's the most common obstacles and what habits normally are created by these obstacles. So habits are normally created through an association with a trigger, like a cue and a response. And the response is a habit. So there's a, there's a trigger, which is the cue, and then the response from that is the habit that you, you, you actually put into action. And they, they, these habits and, and cues and can, can become very difficult to break. For example, um, if you feel like you're very stressed or you've had a bad day, uh, you will eat some chocolate, say, for instance. That's the, the, the cue in the environment is you had a bad day, very stressed at work, you come home, and the habit is to eat some chocolate. A habit like this requires so little thought that most of the time you don't even know you're doing it, and that's the problem here. So that's really, really important. So the emotional side of trying to lose weight and change body composition is huge. And the behaviors that we we, we, we instill or, or take action every day towards are normally driven by either the environment um, or something associated to that, which we, we would class as a trigger. And I want you to take that word on. Trigger is your cue. And then the response is the habit you do. So you have to look at the cues um, and say, okay, what's causing me to do this? What's the, what's the environmental cue here? Um, worry and stress is huge because people worry about, okay, if I eat too much or if I eat this certain food or they read something on the internet or they go to work and there's loads of treats at work and, and, and in the office there's loads of treats or maybe they're at home and they're just at home with the kids all day and they're not getting social interaction and you're just a bit you're emotionally eating from that so that can be something that can be huge as well it's just really trying to break that environment and try to just even do something as simple as getting out for a walk each day meeting a friend going to a class whatever it may be but habits are also formed by routine and taking steps to change them um, and that can leave some people feeling anxious and stressed as it disrupts what their current routine is so that's really important so it's, it's really important that you you take that on on board and take that into account that you trying to break your routine can be very, very hard and very, very detrimental to you because you it even it, it raises your stress levels, it raises your anxiety because there's change happening, and it's it's something that you haven't been doing before and you're trying to implement. So, it's really important that you you start to try to control um these the, the these thoughts and, and you try to control the actions and behaviors associated with these thoughts so when you worry and you stress you drive cortisol in the body your body then goes into the more fight or flight path the, the, the sympathetic drive so we have a lot of issues there because we're going to see a disruption in sleep we're going to see an upregulation of hormones like ghrelin or hunger hormone you're going to have a, 
basically you're, you're going to be driven towards making more rash, uh, ra- uh, rational decisions or harsh decisions, I should, I should say, maybe taking an easier route or taking the route that you already know. So that's the problem. Um, and, and it's just really, really important that you, you kind of look at that and say to yourself, you know, it's it's something that can be very, very stressful to you and, and change has to happen step by step. So if you're trying to be break a behavior or, ch- or change it has to be step by step and it can be very unpleasant so it, it's just something you have to fully understand why you're changing it what the cue is what the environment is and that's going to be um the Im- most important thing in, in developing your your thought process around what you're trying to do so it's really important that we, we think this way and then a very very um thing is that self-perception perceiving yourself so we develop a sense of self who we are our personality and our traits and this can be problematic when it comes to food as we have trained ourselves to believe statements like i'll always be overweight or i need to de-stress and have a glass of wine or i have an or i i i because i'm stressed i have just a piece of chocolate such beliefs make it harder for you to change your habits because we set ourselves up for failure before we've even begun this so that's the problem i mean that self-perception of okay this is what i've my personality this is me i'm never going to lose weight i I i've always been this weight how am i going to lose it i can't see a way to lose it i've tried before and i failed so your self-perception of yourself is negative and you think you can't do something you're you're talking yourself down and saying i can't do something so this is really really important that you pull yourself out of that and say to yourself okay yeah um how can i break that that thought process that inner self-perception you can break it by taking a very very small step at a time and something that's very manageable and sustainable i think we take too big a step too often if you've ever tried to change something you go all out to change it because your self-perception is oh that's the way it should be done or you've heard that you've heard that said before the way to lose weight is just 1200 calories and loads of cardio and that's the way you're going to do it so you have to slowly start that process of change by taking a very 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 small chunk and then start and work on that it could be a very small thing even going for a 10 minute walk per day eating a little bit more protein based foods tiny little change one meal with more protein and that's how you're going to set yourself up for um success and not failure because like i said beliefs make it harder to change habits because you believe it you perceive it that you're not you 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 can't get yourself out of that perception and then denial is another one denial is is changing any type of behavior invitally means changing something we're doing so that the problem there is that a type of behavior means change so if you want to change a behavior you have to change something you're doing so the problem there is you could be in denial of it. It's not going to work. I did it before. Like you went down that road of trying to lose weight and you rebounded and gained all the weight. But the thing about it is if you dig a little bit deeper there, you did actually lose the weight. It must, it's just a process and a system along the way. You didn't change your behaviors and habits. You just went all in, went for whatever the system was and never changed your daily behaviors and habits and not, didn't really internalize them and work on them. And that's the biggest thing there. So that's really, really important. Um, and studies have shown that when people are told not to think about something, they nearly always think about it. Um, not more or less so that's it don't think about this then suddenly you think about it and this can often lead us to giving in and consuming more than we otherwise would have so um so what this is kind of known as what the hell effect 
So it's like you have that little square of chocolate and say, oh, what the hell, should I, I've, I've ate a square now, so I'll go all in. And you eat the whole bar. Um, you're having a bad day and you say, oh, this diet's not working. I haven't lost weight this week, so fuck it, I'll, just, I'll just go for this meal. So what the hell? And that's the problem. It's that all or nothing approach. So this is another part of the process of an obstacle that you need to overcome. And it's, again, looking from within, looking and auditing yourself and saying, okay, Am I like that? Is that me? Do I am I in denial? Am I that um what what the hell effect? Am I am I is that my attitude? Do I look do I do I class progress only on scale weight? Is that my only representation of progress? If it is, then you're already on the wrong path. Progress is it can be anything. Progress is you getting out of bed in the morning and having a glass of water. Progress for you is getting out of bed and going for a walk. Progress for you might be just improving the blueprint of your diet, putting a little bit more veg in there, a bit more fiber, a bit more protein, little small changes. That's progress. The problem is, is we put everything into one basket and we we associate progress, especially when it comes to weight loss and body composition with, with the scales, which is ever-changing on a weekly basis. And the other thing as well is, we need to challenge our identity. Many overweight people are unhappy with their size and they want to change something. So the problem is that their habits and their appearance often is a huge part of their identity. So people identify them as being overweight. And the problem then is you're the happy person all the time, but deep down you're actually not. Well, like you initially need to look and say, okay, are you? Is, do people identify you with the person that all oh, eats loads of food and is always overweight, doesn't really exercise? Um, oh, should they, there's no point ringing that person for a, a run or a walk because they don't really exercise. And this can be really a problematic for people who yo-yo diet because they feel very um, insecure in themselves. And then the problem is they, they, they yo-yo diet, they crash diet to lose a little bit of weight. And then they initially jump 10 kilos again. And they've never been able to keep that weight on or off. They've just been yo-yoing through the years. Um, so this is really important. And like, while many people might be initially happy with the amount of weight they lose, they pose a challenge to how the others see them. And this, this, this problem here is that when you lose weight initially, the challenge is how others will see you. Um, what are they saying to you? What's your environment? Are people are supportive, supportive of you and say, you're listening, you're doing fantastic. How did you do it? So they're asking you, how did you actually do that? And you say, oh, well, I've been tidying up my diet and I'm doing a small bit of exercise. Brilliant. Fantastic. Well done to you. Keep that going. Build in habits, down behaviors. That's an environment you need to put yourself in because that's an environment of success. That's an environment of people driving you the right way. People saying to you, listen, you're doing absolutely fantastic. You keep that going. And this is so, so important when it comes to challenging your identity around others. So they don't associate you as the heavy person or the person that doesn't exercise or eats fast foods or whatever. You change people's perception of who you actually are. And then the, the next thing is food preferences. We, we have a strong association with particular foods and occasions and people in place. And I've spoken about this many times. It's like Christmas is all around eating. Uh, um, Halloween is all around eating sweets, chocolate, Easter, notorious for it. And the problem here is we have um, association with these times, years with eating. So that behavior and, 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 and occasions and people in place and time, they're all going to be preference towards a certain type of diet. So this is really important. And this could conflict what you're trying to do and, 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 and really impedes your success. So um, the important thing here is that we have to believe that we can change and then we have to change our association with occasions with places 
and with times of the of the week or times of the of the day. So it's it could be simply around occasions like Christmas. Don't have that perception. It's all about food at Christmas. Food's all about family, meeting up with friends, catching up on the year, seeing how your year was. People associating when you meet certain people. Oh, I hate going to their house because they always bring out the sweets and the cakes. You need to you need to challenge that. You need to really say, okay, hold on a second. No, I'm okay. I'm, I don't want any of that food. I'm currently trying to do something. You explain it to the person, tell them what you're trying to do and get that support back. Places as well, there could be a certain area, a shopping center you go to, a cafe you go to, and they have these lovely buns. Maybe it's a place where it's a trigger, the cue, remember, is developing a habit. So maybe that place for you, you just need to change. Maybe you change the environment. Or maybe you don't go there at a certain time of the day when they have all their baking done in the morning. So this is really important as well. And this can really help. Um, and again, we have to look at coping mechanisms because food and drink are methods of managing stress and emotions. Some people, for example, like would have a tough day at work and they'll have a bottle of wine at home to relieve stress and tension. And it can be hard to remove that coping mechanism um, if it's not re replaced by something a bit more positive to, towards their goal and where they're going. So this is really, really important, guys, that we have a cope. We look at what our coping mechanism is and is it associated with food and a behavior around food or alcohol? And then we have to start to look at that and say, right, OK, that's something that I definitely do. You associate that with yourself and then you try to work and build on changing that coping mechanism that you maybe your coping mechanism might go from having a bottle of wine to go for a walk, to go to a gym, go to a class, maybe to eat a healthier meal. So changing the coping mechanism around that it's not self-sabotaging you, it's actually improving your goal it's improving your lifestyle and it's helping you in one thing and we spoke about environment and environment is huge i mean environmental triggers include anything that makes it harder to stay on plan and that could be places like supermarkets um, are designed to put high calorie processed foods at your eyes all the time an easy grabbing distance that's why i always say to people when they go to a shop just remember everything down the center aisles is and everything when you walk in is designed towards uh, high calorific foods, eye grabbing food, eye catching foods, processed foods, high calorie sweets, buns, all the nice stuff is always at the back of the shop or up the side aisles. And that's where you want to really think about that. So if you're tired and stressed and hungry and you go to the, the supermarket, that's going to be an environment that's going to be very, very a big struggle for you because you're placed into an environment, you're stressed going in the door and the first thing you see is these lovely processed, highly calorie foods highly dense foods very little nu nu nutrient um profile just eat pleasurable foods hyper palatable foods they're right in front of you so that environment straight away for you is not a place to go when you're feeling like you're stressed it's going to make you it's going to make it very hard for you to um to get results and i mean we spoke as well about social pressures and there's always behaviors are mirrored by our social network and eating can form part of that when we socialize so changing our behaviors can lead to objections from others that pressure you into something you're changing why are you doing that why are you not drinking why are you not having the fast food why are you not having a piece of cake or chocolate or a dessert that's the problem because you get objections from others and they put pressure to revert to old habits so you have to be strong here you have to put yourself in social environments and social outings that you can manage and that you can control and you need to speak up that's the most important piece of advice i would give to you when it comes to social pressures speak up and if the people that you're going out with do not support what you're going to do 
they're not true friends of yours. You need to look at that and you need to look at your social support network and say, okay, I need to change something here. And this is really important because if we don't look deeper, we're never going to change. So you're just going to do the same thing over and over and over again, falling off, falling off, falling off. And you have to look at these areas. So environment and social pressures are very, very um, linked together. So think about the environment you're going into and how you feel going into it. Is it a possibility that you're going to be triggered to do something you shouldn't? And then social pressures. What is the environment you're going into? What's the social network you're going into? And what are the people like there? Are they supportive of what you're doing? Have you explained what you're doing? Have you told them, okay, this is what you're trying to do. You're trying to change your lifestyle. Please support me on this. And the true friend will step up and say, absolutely, no problem. So this is really important, guys, and it's something that you need to take on board and you need to say to yourself, okay, I need to really, really take this on board and really dial in and say, this is what I need to do to change. So these are all the obstacles that we we, we, we face on a daily basis um, and we need to just really tackle these. So just to reiterate, emotional obstacles, worry and stress, self-perception, we have denial as well. So changing behaviours inviting means changing something we like doing. So we, we're, we're in denial. Uh, change, challenged identity and you're, are you, you always identified as the overweight person. So you need to challenge that. Food preferences around occasions and times of the year is a huge thing. Your coping mechanism. Have you got something that triggers you? Are you stressed in the evening, you drink a bottle of wine. Is that your coping mechanism? You need to change that. The environments you're in at certain times can trigger um, uh, your emotions and your habits and behaviors. So it's harder to stay on plan. And then social pressures, our last one, the biggest one that people really struggle with when they're trying to achieve something, that social outing, social pressures from friends. Yes, just because they're doing it, they, they want you to do it with them to make them feel better a lot of the time. So you need to challenge that social um, environment and you need to challenge that social network and really say, listen, guys, this is where I am. This is my journey now at the moment. Please support me on this. And I guarantee you true friends will do that for you. So guys, hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that was insightful for you. If you're trying to change your body composition, change something about your yourself, these are the areas you need to start to look at. And these are the areas that are going to make the biggest impact for you in terms of, of change. So when you start to look at these um, areas, bit by bit, you will see change happening. And then you will you will be successful long term. The, the, the obstacles you face you just need to break them down, look at them from the outside and say, what can I do to challenge this? What can I do to change? And I can guarantee you, once you do that, you will be successful. Okay, guys, thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast. Please don't, don't be afraid to reach out to us. We're on all social media platforms. You'll, you'll get us on www.peakperformancecanary.com. Reach out to myself at coach.bobby and write on Instagram. Any questions, anything at all, anything you would like in coaching inquiries or anything like that, please reach out. We'll be more than happy to help you. I hope you're having a fantastic week and let's absolutely smash it for the rest of the week, guys have a great week.